0: Other podcasts always claim to be the greatest of all time.
1: Our podcast is the greatest ever. You'll never find another one better than this podcast because it is the podcast. We just want to provide you with great entertainment. Well, as that and we also have this sweet dragon dagger. Beat that. TMS Studios. It's what you want. It's me, Caleb Stovall, here with another edition of the Power Rangers Go podcast. Of course, I'm joined, as always, by the man himself, Mr. Quentin Big the ace of the Morphing Grid, to you all out there. Ace, what's going on, my man?
0: How we doing? How we doing, man? Everything is great over here. Looking forward to talking about some more Mighty Morphin.
1: Of course, man. It's always blast, uh, but before we get to that, uh, <laughs> what do you think of the new theme song?
0: <laughs> so you were not kidding when you said I needed to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that this was shockingly appropriate for us.
1: I- <laughs> uh, no, it was great. Well, we gotta we gotta credit uh, the band himself, Mr. TMB Studios, as I like to call him. Uh, Mr. Chris Dickens, Uh thank you for that intro, Chris. That uh, was really awesome. It, it was just, uh, the minute I heard it, I was like, yes. Like, that's <laughs> yes, it. Thousand he, times.
0: he did a great <laughs> job with this. Like, no joke. So I hope all you guys listening enjoyed this as much as I did because, man, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it was. It was. All right. Well, with that in mind, let's get in to today's episode of the Power Rangers go podcast we have four new episodes here to talk about we have two uh that are more you know i i would necessarily call well one i would definitely call a filler and then one that was a really good episode uh and then we have a two-part series to talk Why? about here uh so that's going to be fun to talk about but let's get into the first one it's episode 26 And it is called Gung Ho. It's season one, episode 26, I should say. It's called Gung Ho. And right off the bat, Ace, this episode is where we start to see kind of some tension between the Rangers. I I, I guess that's fair to say. Would you say?
0: Yeah. And you say tension between the Rangers, but let's be honest. There's tension between two of the Rangers
1: yeah well that, that's true I, I I should say that and I don't even know if it's necessarily tension or if it's you know just kind of they still don't trust each other in some ways maybe you know but like like what why do you think that they kind of just start off butting heads
0: well i, I think and I mean excuse me for if my vernacular offends anybody I'm not not trying to do that but like if if you look at like the classical sense or definition of like alpha males you, you essentially have two alpha males uh in in the same kind of group or setting and you know one is jason who's the leader and one is the green ranger or or tommy who has proven to be more than capable of handling himself and the other rangers and so you have these two really strong forward-thinking personalities who feel like they both know maybe the best way to get things done or that they both feel like their way is the best way, or, or, or whatever you want to call it. And I think that when you have two people who are that uh, strong-willed and, and that uh, forward-thinking, that they're going to clash in some way eventually, and especially in the beginning. So I thought it made sense.
1: Yeah, and and we kind of have that setting, really, to start it off with, as to why they're kind of clashing heads, because they're in this... Um, Team Ninja final tournaments. Uh, that ain't, that. Of course, uh, wh- who's throwing an ace? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Like the
0: once juice again, bar. of course it's at the juice bar because once again, this there's no other place in Angel Grove. Angel Grove is the juice bar,
1: right? <laughs> While everyone else is out doing baseball games, you know, in the real world or something like that at this age. Or playing soccer or football, even, you know, they're doing, you know, karate tournaments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I confess something to you? All right. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought that the high school was built onto the juice bar. I kid you not. Like, I thought <laughs> as, as a kid, I thought that once they walked out of the juice bar, it just led to the hallways of the school.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know i don't know maybe i thought that too i'm not really <laughs> sure like I, I never really thought of it either way uh but you know they're trading for the martial arts tournament and stuff like that and we see that you know that they've got the gloves on and everything like that they're sparring and stuff like that and i'm not gonna lie to you i thought all of that was awesome just it just was from, great. like a nostalgia point And it's, like, episodes like these that made me, like, want to try karate just because of how cool that looked.
0: Yeah, they they made it look amazing. And, I mean, really what this was was a a strong showcase of these two actors' actual fighting capabilities and their actual training.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I bet it's kind of like – it almost – and I hate to kind of resemble this because like I talk about it so much as it is, but it almost resembled like a wrestling match in the sense of like, I don't think these guys had to do much scripting for this scene. Like it was just, Oh, just let them go out there and do this thing and we'll capture it on film.
0: You know, pr- probably, uh, I-, I do know that, uh, because I do watch a lot of like behind-the-scenes stuff and a lot of uh, interviews from back in the day and whatnot. And they did have a really passionate and a really creative stunt coordinator. Uh, I don't know exactly when that stunt coordinator came on board, if it was there from the beginning, but I know that he was at least there when, when Tommy came aboard. Right. And so I, I think that, like, they're... Their stunt coordinator also had a whole lot to do with this as well because apparently he put together a lot of really intricate stuff for the Rangers and the Putties.
1: Well, I, I will say that, and and you could definitely tell that with uh, just these just these sparring scenes and stuff like that. But we see that there's tension between the two, and and yeah, I I do agree with you. It comes back to that alpha male uh, stuff and everything like that. I can't really comment on all of that, but. Uh yeah, like it, it it just you know, both of these guys kind of consider themselves the leader of the group. Um, you know, cuz whenever mm-hmm. the rangers are down, they call Tommy and whenever they need to, you know, have the final say so or something, Jason is the one that has the final say so, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. It so definitely so definitely it's creating this tension, but this is a team uh, you know finals, so they have to work as a team to win uh, this tournament finals and uh it looks like you know it well, this is not gonna be good because uh you know they, they can't really get along and stuff like that. And Trini says the name of the episode, uh you two need to learn t- uh to use gung ho and they said and they were like, what and she said, <laughs> you know gung ho Chinese it, it's a Chinese word working together basically
0: yeah so let, let me ask you this Caleb. okay uh
1: in,
0: in the sense of the show we, we know that the actual actress is vietnamese but in the sense of the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: ha- have they ever specified what they wanted her ethnicity to be because
1: uh, not really <laughs> <laughs>
0: because it seems like whenever there's anything of like strong asian I culture thought she was
1: japanese to be quite honest like, like, uh, like. I mean, I, I obviously I know she's Vietnamese, or right. like that, but I thought that on the show they wanted her to be Japanese or something like that.
0: Yes, yeah, I could never tell because it always seems like whenever there's something like strong Asian cultural descent, it whatever it is, it all just falls onto Trini's lap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm I am not the writer of this show, so I cannot answer that. <laughs> And uh, I, but I, I never really wondered that until now. Ace, think of all these things. First, it was the bulge. Now this.
0: It all centers back to the Yellow Ranger. I tell
1: you. <laughs> well, they did but they apparently didn't want her to be a man in the show. Like, like they were like, they're like, no, we have to have another female. All right,
0: Which, There's too many dudes. So here we gotta, get one, we gotta get at least one more lady.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so and she wasn't even the original pick remember that yeah
0: yeah she was, was not
1: be someone else and then she wanted more money even before the fucking thing launched. Right, like, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah like, and, and once again to, to everyone listening if you if you guys just youtube the original pilot you get to see how different everything was including the original yellow ranger it's it's fascinating
1: And you know something? I am going to do that tonight. I'm going to find that. And I am going to give you my reaction on this show next week. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to forever ruin everything about the Power Rangers (laughs) by watching this. But I am going to do it. (laughs) Because now I'm so curious. I'm just like, I have to see this.
0: You have have to. But
1: anyway, so so we go back to the episode gung-ho where they're, they're training for this team ninja martial arts thing and they're having trouble getting along and everything like that. And Bulk and Skull come in because, of course, they have to do something in this episode. <laughs> and I want to know, what in the hell? Like, who thought, yes, let's make these two guys the managers of this karate fighting team.
0: Brother, I was wondering the same thing.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm just sitting there, like, wait, what? (laughs) Like,
0: Like, where did they get the resources and the connections to make this happen? (laughs) Like, like, these guys look like. Where
1: they could have gotten that.
0: (laughs) I mean, because, like, these guys look like actual ninjas, like, who Bok and Skull are managing. They look like actual ninjas. Yeah. they perform like them. (laughs) I'm like, where did they get them from?
1: <laughs> That's what was so funny about it, too, was that, like, hey, we couldn't just have these guys come out in in like regular clothing. like they mm-hmm. had to look like evil ninjas, so you even <laughs> yeah. So like, I even thought at some point in this episode, "Oh, well, Rita's going to turn them evil on them, or something like that.
0: Man, I didn't think about that, but that would have been great.
1: It would have, that's not, that's not what happens, which which we'll get to and everything like that, but we see them come in, and we clearly see that, like, they're acting like ninjas, like, I'm sitting there just like, wait a minute, what in the hell, like, why could these just be normal human beings, I thought this was a high school, right,
0: where'd you find ninjas from, <laughs>
1: like, and then, of all people, where did Bulk and Skull find ninjas, <laughs> Like, it's, like, I just sat there like, I just don't know who wrote this episode or why they wrote this episode like this, but it's, okay, like...
0: Because it's like you said, they could have just been a normal karate gee, but no, they had to be ninjas. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, I'm sitting there just like, wait a minute, don't Jason and Tommy both teach, like, martial arts classes?
2: Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> i just
1: i just didn't get it the sad part is though as much as i'm laughing and making fun of it i still thought it was awesome like i thought it was awesome as a kid i still think it's awesome now like i was just like i don't even care if this makes sense this is so good like i can't i can't look away (laughs) 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 but we see that like these ninjas are are really good and they're working together And everything like that, which, again, I don't know why they're working for Bulk Skull, but all right, we'll go with it. And so we see that they're just, they're really good at what they do. And uh, and we even still have to see that these guys are idiots because he says power kick, which I want to point something out about this power kick, Ace.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: One of them goes full leg kick. The other just throws his back into the thing. (laughs) He didn't yeah. even try to kick the thing. He just, he just jumped into it.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes less is more.
1: <laughs> but he clearly said front kick. Like, like the one he, guy got it right, but the other one was just like, "Yeah, fuck it."
0: <laughs> yeah. Right, this is how the, this has to be fun. This is how to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it hits bulk. And he takes a wrestling back bump. That was a wrestling back bump. Yes. I never saw it.
0: Absolutely.
1: It was absolutely like how you do a back bump. And he took it. So I got to give props to him on that one. <laughs> that was great. Right. Uh. Um, and then we see that Rita is cooking up an evil plan, which we are going to talk about right now. Uh, she is going to create... Not just putties, Ace, but super putties.
0: Super putties. And boy, Simple. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about what these super putties look like.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh <laughs> that and I can't wait to talk about what they do. Yeah. It might not be very long, but you know, we're good to it. <laughs> <laughs> so they come down, and so she's making super or she's making super uh putties. And she sends them down to attack Kimberly and Trini in the park and it roughs them up and it roughs them up pretty good apparently to where they have to call the guys for help. They come in and they start fighting the super putties and we still see what looks like a regular putty battle. But it's like, but it's like they won't go down, kind of thing. Like,
2: yeah,
1: like there is something different about them, and even the Rangers know. They're like, hey, wait a minute. We usually take care of these guys really fast. Something's wrong here. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so, now,
0: I could remember wrong because I, I don't have uh, the episode playing on my TV right now. But uh, all right. like at this point, did the Buddies have like the the giant? spike balls on their hands at this (laughs) point
1: yes 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 they do and i and i was just about to get to it i was just like so so the magic of the super putties is they have these big giant balls on their hands (laughs) I, I can't oh. even call them boulders or anything like no. that. It's just giant balls. Yeah. And some of them don't even have that. Some of them <laughs> just have like a giant hand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like the giant slap me hand. Like it, it does. Is.
0: That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, I thought that was great. But then, like, you, you're right that the, the putties are more durable, but their offense is almost as bad as ever.
1: But they would get a few shots in On the ringers and stuff like that And you can clearly tell But like here's what's so funny right You've got Kimberly Who's fighting one of them And she goes on one of the monkey bars right there And is like flipping around the bar Fighting this damn thing Yes (laughs) Zach is climbing up to the top of slides And he's knocking putties off of the damn thing And they keep coming at him and stuff like that. And one of them I see right there, one of them has like a giant ball on his hand and he's... But he's not doing a damn thing! Like, he's not even hitting Jason! (laughs) (laughs) But it all backs him into a corner and they're like, "All right, something's up, so we've got to go to the command center. So they teleport to the command center. And I love... And I love Jason... Zorov, we've never had that much trouble with putties before. And Zach just goes... Yeah, man, what is the deal with those clay heads? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: oh. And Gee. so
1: Zordon is just like, well, they're not ordinary putties. They're Rita's new army of super putties. <laughs> and apparently there's only one thing that can stop them. It's these uh, weapons that are apparently like we've never heard of before. In our lives, once again, kind of like something that Ace might have been born out of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those goddamn SpaceX.
1: <laughs> well, apparently there are these weapons, and I don't even remember. Uh-huh. Like, like I don't even think that there were. I don't think they were called anything special or anything like that. But they—they're apparently these weapons that they need to defeat these putties, and so he sends Zach. Trini and Billy and Kimberly uh, off to fight the super putties and they're like, hold them off as long as you can. Which apparently, Ace, I want to know in real time how long that actually meant. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Like, yeah, was this just like, you know, 10, maybe 15 minutes or was this like exactly four, four hours? Like, we don't know.
1: Because <laughs> I, I, I
0: wanted that too. Go ahead. Do what? No, no. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was gonna say. Here was the thing, right? When they're fighting them, I love when they would hit them, and they would, and and, like, like he brought out the power axe to destroy one of them, Mm -hmm. and he kind of crumpled into little parts, and then all of a sudden it became Wallace and Grimace, like, like that was the same.
0: (laughs) It was straight like claymation looking.
1: Well, that was all Super Sentai footage, you can tell. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Like, they were in this random-ass construction site and shit like that. Like, I'm like, wait, what? And he sends Tommy and Jason uh, off to instead get these weapons. And it's really a trick to, you know, get them to work together and stuff like that. Which, of course, they still are butting heads and everything like that. And apparently there is a guardian of these weapons, which we'll talk about in just a mm-hmm. second. But we see that Tommy and Jason see the weapons and everything like that. And, um, you know, again, it, here's where I'm just like, like it, the the super putties did not do shit. Because <laughs> no. all they did would hit them one time. The other Rangers I'm talking about that are fighting them, it would hit them one time. Then they would be backed off, but then they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't finish them off. And I'm sitting there just like, Tommy and Jason are on the are on this journey that you have no idea how long it's going to take them to get there, where it's just like, why don't you just finish them off? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Use those giant balls as hands right there. Just, just, just punch them right in the face. Exactly. And then we'll just punch them until they're dead. Like.
0: It, I don't think those giant ball hands ever got any use. Like,
1: no, <laughs> nothing, not one. But then, but then we see Tommy and Jason run into a little problem. And this will become a, a, a character that I remember quite well as a kid because I remember the Zord, and I remember mm-hmm. the uh, toy that it had. Like, I had to have it as a toy as well. Uh, Titanus.
0: Titanus. Yeah, this, you remember Titanus? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. And I, I, I couldn't remember his name until I saw this episode.
1: Right. I, I couldn't remember it either, and, and that was exactly what I thought of. I was like, Titanus, that was the motherfucker. Like, oh, man, this sword was badass.
0: Yes, yes, he <laughs> right? was.
1: Like but It was like, as a kid, you thought, that's the most massive thing I've ever seen in my life, right?
0: You know, even watching this scene as an adult, they did such a great job of making Ti- uh, Titanus seem extraordinarily huge. And I mean obviously, you know, we talk about how the, the show's budget and this, that, and the third wasn't that great, but man, even still, even by today's standards, they did a great job of making that thing look massive in comparison to the Rangers.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. And a lot of that obviously is super Sentai type footage you can right. tell. Oh, and, stuff yeah. like that. and you can always tell when it comes to the um when it comes to the Green Ranger. Because at one point it looks like his shield in the American version is not made of gold or anything; it's just made of plastic or something. Yeah, like that.
0: it it but doesn't. When,
1: but then when you go to the Super Sentai footage, his shield like looks like it's metal, you know, on him.
0: Yeah, it looks it looks more durable, more well built.
1: Yes, which is why they said, "Hey, this is why we need the Japanese footage because." <laughs> boy <laughs> but anyways so uh jason and tommy see that they need to work together to de- you know to get those weapons and defeat the monster and everything like that and dude here's where some of the coolest stuff happened in my opinion man and it's so little but it's so awesome at the same mm-hmm. time was when tommy says here take my shield and jason was wearing the gold shield yeah That was so... I remember that as a kid and and being like, oh my God, that is amazing. And he had Jason's sword and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, this is still as awesome. And I'm 31 years old and I was absolutely (laughs) losing my mind. I was just like, oh my God, I remember this. This was so good, right?
0: Man, that was great. And then, like you said, also seeing Tommy with the, the, the dagger... And and Jason's power sword, man, it was just so badass, yeah. Like, that that was a great moment.
1: It was, it was. Well, Jason retrieves the weapons, finally. And so, they don't even, you know... Obviously, they can't take care of Titanus or anything like that. They're just <laughs> here to get the weapons. And then they teleport to their friends, who are still having some trouble somehow with these super putties. And, and then all they do... Is shoot them one time with these damn things, and then they toss them to them.
0: Yeah, and they shoot the-
1: them one time, and that was the end of it.
0: These things are glorified laser slingshots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is exact. I didn't know what to call these. I was just like, "What?" And then here's what's funny. Okay, when when they shoot all of the putties with these things. And then they go and then like he looks up and he goes you lose again, Rita. If you look at it, they're holding their power blasters. <laughs> they
0: are. Oh. Like
1: like I I didn't even know. I couldn't take those things seriously. I no. went,
0: what? So let me ask you this Caleb. Uh, do you know if we see those uh, anymore in the future? Cuz I don't remember. No.
1: Okay. No, we do not ever see those again.
0: <laughs> I didn't think so. And I, I mean I like know the-
1: why we saw them in the first
0: place. <laughs> <laughs> also, isn't it convenient? Just- isn't it convenient that there was just enough of them for the Rangers?
1: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there just happened to be six guns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sitting in not- this in this briefcase atop a hill that apparently no one goes to with a (laughs) giant-ass zord. And
1: and then, and and here's the thing, apparently the only good use for them is shooting super putties. (laughs) And apparently you don't need to, apparently this is not like even The Walking Dead, you had to shoot them a couple of times before you got to the face. You just shoot these motherfuckers one time and it's <laughs> done. Oh, it's and great! It's
2: just, it is like, great. I just
1: sat there like, wait, what? That's like the Green Lantern fucking ending. Like it was the most it's anticlimactic climactic right. thing ever. Yeah,
0: it's like all this for that. Like, <laughs> but can we, can we talk about something else also? Uh, that is. <laughs> zordon is kind of an asshole okay i'm going to keep i'm going to keep pushing this narrative until everyone believes me zordon purposely sends jason and tommy to go retrieve these relics knowing that they got beef with one another meanwhile the rangers are trying not to get their asses kicked while tommy and jason are on this quest yeah, th- this is an urgent thing, Zordon. You should have sent two rangers who who got along, and then make Tommy and and, and Jason make up at a later time, maybe when it's more safe. But then on top of that, uh, on top of that, and, and not to jump ahead of you, but Zordon eventually goes, "Oh yeah, Titanus, he's he's an ally. He wasn't going to hurt you. He <laughs> shot at them. <laughs> he shot." His fucking laser dragon breath ball at them. And then, <laughs> like, he trying to tell me that he's that you guys were safe. No, right? Zordon, they were not.
1: <laughs> they were not. <laughs> I don't know. What? Here's my question, Zordon. Had they not worked together, <laughs> and they would have gotten destroyed. What would you or- told the other ranger? <laughs> Oh, uh, oh. Uh, I'm sorry my friends but Tommy and Jason failed in their mission they are dead right. and so are you guys I love so. you all, bye bye <laughs> yeah. say hi to my son Ace of the <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no knowing, knowing Zordon he would have said Zach and Trini you are called on a great mission right now you must go do what Jason and Tommy could not <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck to you Billy and, and Kimberly
1: oh by the way He's an ally of yours. That's all you had to say. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He did say that it was a test to, you know, make it like it, it was done so that they could learn to work together. It's just. I guess you learn to work together in the most extreme circumstances. <laughs> right.
0: Like y'all motherfuckers are gonna work together or else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
0: uh, I, I, so I do have one, uh, one more kind of serious question for you, and that is: okay. in, in the in the absence of Jason and Tommy, who do you think leads the group? Would it be oh, Zach? Oh
1: Lord. Zach, because he was the first one to like like any time that it's not Jason that says it's morphin time, it's always Zach. Right. So so yeah, it would have been Zach. And then if he hadn't, it'd have been Billy. Yeah. And then at that point it would have been Kimber or then at that point it would have been Trini. And then at that point you'd have been fucked. <laughs> 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 <know>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great.
1: <laughs> but that's not what happens. They shoot the putties one fucking time and they defeat Rita in this episode. And she does her classic Oh, they gave me that I'm Wait, at this point, I'm laughing my ass off. I oh can't, yeah <laughs> I like the episode is done for me. Now here's what I want to point out before we continue because the episode's not done yet. Oh no! Because here's the thing: this is what the episode more reflects upon is this karate tournament, and not so much the Rangers. Like you barely saw the Power Rangers in this.
0: Right? Did you kind of notice that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they introduce you to a new toy that all the kids are going to want to buy, (laughs) and. (laughs) <laughs> and Actually then they get- I'm
1: pretty sure no, because that never was made on the shelves at least. I don't I don't remember seeing those things. Titanus? Well, no, Titanus I do. Titanus, yeah, yeah. obviously. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about those guns.
0: Oh no. No, I'm sorry. I was referring to Titanus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they <laughs> Okay, they introduced yeah. the-
1: Titanus. that that hit the shelves like the next week and, and oh, like you had every yeah. kid buy that shit as well.
0: Which you do wonder at what point in production of the show did they realize that this is gonna be a big seller? Like we need to make as many Zords as we can. Because if you think about it, we were introduced to a lot of Zords in a very short period of time and all those motherfuckers hit the shelves and they (laughs) and they all sold out. So Well
1: I I think it was a combination of things, right? Like (laughs) I like obviously it's because of the Super Sentai footage. And just, like, you know, how the episodes run in order and stuff like that. Because a lot right. of it they still tried to keep in order.
0: Right, right. For
1: the most part. And they just tried to make it make sense in, in in an American form and stuff like that. And, like, I think when they saw, like, how big the show was getting that they were just like, oh, my God, once we put out these Zords and stuff like that. Like kids are just gonna want these regardless. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Like once they knew that the show got to a certain level, they were just like, Oh my god, we can put out anything and we're gonna sell out. Right. I don't know if they even thought though at one point that they were like, Good lord, I didn't like I don't think they thought that they would be making lunch boxes or backpacks or
0: you know, shoes stuff
1: like that. Like I mean,
0: like all kinds of merchandising. I mean, they, they had it.
1: Like literally everything. Like like if it was something the Power Rangers were on it. Even yeah. adult things had Power Rangers. Oh
0: yeah. And and you know like I, once again I hate to bring this up again, but I, I feel so bad for the original cast because like man, if they could have negotiated in their contracts to even get even get one percent, just one percent of merchandising that's it, like, keep keep my base salary, I just want 1% of the merchandising, they would have cleaned up. I mean, they, they would have, uh, the, yeah. the, the money they would have had would have been incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree, and we'll have to look more into that, because it's funny that, like, you say that, mm-hmm. and, and I know that we're kind of getting off topic, but, like, you see, a lot of them still return, and I don't know yeah. if that's because like they think that they can't go anywhere else, or they oh. generally like the product.
0: They they probably return under better circumstances with the contracts. I don't see them right. returning for the same thing that they got originally.
1: Yeah, because like because you know we said that that uh you know Austin St. John apparently clearly had problems. Uh, mm-hmm. With pay and stuff like that, because he was one of the first ones to go. So was Zach and
0: uh, Zach and so Trini. Yeah.
1: But but here was the thing: he comes back in mm-hmm. Tia yes, and he came back for the movie as well. So I'm guessing oh. he I'm guessing he definitely like I'm guessing he definitely negotiated a lot better at that point.
0: Right. I mean, he had leverage at that point. The original Red Ranger, uh, I mean, people, the the fans love him. Uh, He just had, at that point, he had leverage. Whereas, of course, in the beginning, none of them had any leverage.
1: That's true. And if you really think about it, when they first negotiated these contracts, right, Mm -hmm. nobody and not even, you know, the producers themselves thought that it would become as big as they did. Like, like. They like they, I think they thought that the show could be popular. I don't mm-hmm. think they thought it could be popular enough to where you book these guys to show up in in L.A., California, and they shut down the streets of Hollywood. So many people trying to get in to see them.
0: Incredible.
1: Like, like you remember that scene, right? When they, oh yeah, the, it was on the national news. Like it literally shut down the streets of Hollywood, and they were almost bigger than than the celebrities that were already there in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, I mean it was insane. And you know, just to go back to the merchandising real quick, and then I'll, I'll let you get back on topic. That's right. Uh, I I remember watching another interview, and. A lot of the original Rangers were saying that the the toy craze was so phenomenal that even they couldn't get a lot of their toys. So like even if they wanted to get a toy, they yeah. they, they couldn't. Like they'd have to go in the store and try to fight people to see if they could buy one. It, it wow. was just it was that insane.
1: Yeah, because no one had ever apparently just they hit at the right time in the 90s. No one had Mm -hmm. ever seen anything like this. You know, I mean, you had seen superheroes, and people know, like, a a lot of the times when you have a superhero craze and everything, nothing can beat it. And Mm -hmm. and the Power Rangers just kind of came in at the right time and just struck America like that. And once it struck America, then it just struck the rest of the world and shit like that. Like, it just, it, like, Here's how big it was at one point, Ace. I don't know if you remember this, um, but here in Augusta, I don't remember what year this was, but it was when they had Adam, Aisha, and Rocky in the group. Mm-hmm. And they were still the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but they had a, I'm not kidding, like I saw them at the Augusta Civic Center. And it was a full on play production, but it was the Power Rangers.
0: But it I, was this. I was there. I was there.
1: Okay, so you remember that? What yes. was that?
0: I uh, for the life of me, I don't remember what it was called, but I I remember I remember going there and just being super excited. Yes. Uh, oh man, and like and like my my memory of it is very fleeting, but I, I do remember being there and seeing, you know, seeing the Rangers on stage and. Just the kind of hype that was there.
1: Yeah, and and again, these weren't paid actors. Uh, well, I mean, obviously they were paid, right. but like, <laughs> but like these were the these were the original actors, like like David Yost, Jason David Frank, uh, Amy Jo Johnson. They were there, like like they were on stage, and it was this full on production. It even had yeah, uh, the, uh, it even had Zad and Rita in it and stuff like that. And I, for the life of me, I don't remember what it was exactly. And, like, there was, we had these laminated cards. And at one point, they said, the Rangers are going to tell you to hold those up at some point. And so, like, they tell everyone to hold their cards up. And it, like, makes them, it made the monster, like, explode on stage. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> like, like, man, I just killed that guy. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that there's a strong possibility that you and I were both there and just never knew it.
1: Probably, I mean, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, I don't think we knew each other existed. At no, that point.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, if, if we had, we'd have gotten along great because we both love wrestling and Power Rangers. Oh We've yeah, gotten along great. <laughs> But yeah, I do remember that, and we'll have to find that, and we'll have to like touch on that some somehow or something like that. Yes. We'll, we'll get into a longer discussion, because I want to remember that. that. That was something uh, that was awesome. But speaking of something that is pretty awesome itself, back here on Gung Ho, uh, we have the tournament finals, and they've actually got a legit ring set up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is like a, this isn't even a boxing ring. This is like a wrestling ring.
1: I was, I didn't want to say it, but I was like, I was like, this is a wrestling ring. Like this is a straight New Japan wrestling ring.
0: (laughs) Hey, maybe that's where the the ninjas are from. They're from New Japan.
1: (laughs) I Maybe, I don't know. Like, like here's what's funny too. The the ropes were red, white, and blue. So it looked like a WWE ring.
0: Right. (laughs) I'm like what 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 indie promoter did they lease this from? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they but they legit it, it's a wrestling ring in this juice bar and I'm just like the juice bar never looks so much awesome than it does right now. Never. Like Absolutely. this was so good and and so they start off fighting it's Jason and the one ninja. I mean cuz literally the <laughs> the ninjas don't have any names. So <laughs> so Jason, you know, is is kind of really beating him up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um dude, the fighting in this is just awesome, is it not?
0: Oh, it's great. Yeah, like they like this is really where like in my opinion the the best action of the episode comes from.
1: Yes. I agree. I agree completely. And again, it seemed like, like this was more of what they wanted to focus on more than the Rangers themselves.
0: Yeah, uh, because they're really, I mean, don't get me wrong, there, there was a nice chunk of Power Ranger action, but typically that's reserved for the end of the episode and not the middle. Right. But in, this, in this case, they made an exception.
1: They really did, but I'm kind of glad that they did because they really made a badass fight scene
2: uh, yes. out of this
1: and you get the multiple tags with Tommy and Jason and stuff like that and they've got you know where they're fighting each other and they've got the pads on and stuff like that then they go all right what is that weapon that they use that wasn't the kendo stick obviously but it was like what are those uh those black uh, things that they were using
0: i don't know um yeah I-
1: I never got the name of them all throughout that episode or anything like that, but they were using some type of like weapon, and they were fighting each other with that, and even that was badass and stuff like
2: that. Oh yeah.
1: Then they got the kendo sticks, and at first it was Tommy and the one ninja fighting, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know Tommy is just like killing him with the kendo stick and everything like that. I got so. Sandman's music to hit right when this <laughs> was happening and just like here hold my beer guys.
0: <laughs> I, I, I believe the name of the ninjas were uh, Mr. Ninja Number One and Mr. Ninja Number Two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very astute reporting there, Ace. Yes. Absolutely. Why didn't I know that?
0: <laughs> but also can, can we talk about the format of this exhibition okay I, this is all very bizarre if you think about it so you, it's not even a tournament because i mean i'm
1: not sure you know like i didn't know that word existed in angel grove but all right
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i mean because it's not even a tournament right so it's not like they're fighting up a, a bracket and then it comes down to these two teams it's just like nope we have a match of some sort against these ninjas in a wrestling <laughs> ring. And it's three stages of hell, apparently, like you get the, the physical and then like two different types of, of weapon rounds. And then like I guess there's a time limit. And then they present the winners. It, it was just very kind of strange. I was like, I've, I've never <laughs> seen anything like this.
1: Well, I'll even do you one better on that, Ace. What right. is the whole point of them to gung-ho work together? When did they work together in this? <laughs> That's
0: true. I didn't see one double team move. There, there wasn't.
1: Was the <laughs> there only was no... time that there somewhat was was when they were in sync. <laughs> right. Uh... When they were in sync together and, and, and like they used the Kendo sticks together. That was like right. the only part, but for the most part, it was like, like Tommy even still had to, hey, 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 it's my turn, man. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are not. <laughs> like, you learned nothing from almost being killed by Titanus.
1: <laughs> learned absolutely nothing. <laughs> it was just, I just sat there and was like, what? Anyways, but. Still, even with all of that, the fight, like, 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 the match itself was just so badass that I didn't mm-hmm. even like think about that. Still, I just was like, This is so cool, I don't even care. <laughs> like,
0: oh, it was super cool,
1: like, it was just great. And then, like, they finished the match and stuff like that, and they're like, Judge's scorecard. Here's the thing, too, I love how it didn't take them long to do it at all. They just handed them the trophy, and they didn't even hand them the trophy to where the winners are, Jason and Tommy. No, all right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just is all right, guys. Let's go, man. I got to clean up this damn juice bar for all this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we got <laughs> man. How much money is Ernie? Ernie's probably rich. Like he's got to be. He's got to be sitting on a nice goose egg because the juice bar. It's used for everything, especially if Ernie owns the juice bar. Man, <laughs> he's doing all right.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and 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 apparently we will get to that eventually uh, in this Mighty Morphin series, but not yet. Uh, they put on this event and everything like that, and then of course we had to have some humor. Uh, you know, bulk ass skull to get the water for the uh, for the warriors, and he trips and just. It goes all over bulk, and that's how we end the episode and stuff like that. Oh, but, yeah. I, you know, I will say that, like, the super putties were the biggest waste of anything. Like, like, <laughs> like they just looked at it and just went, all right, just fuck it. We'll just make them real quick, and then we'll make this really badass fight scene at the end with these guys. Right. again... I got to hand it to Jason David Frank and Austin St. John in this as Tommy and Jason and this fight scene. And even the two ninjas involved, even though we don't know who the hell they are. Like, (laughs) like it was still it was a badass like match overall.
0: Oh, no, it really was like it was a lot of fun to watch. And once again, even as a fully grown man, I, I thought that this was just a lot of fun
1: yeah it really was and and we hope that you're having a lot of fun with us here on the Power Rangers Go podcast that was episode 26 from season 1 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers it's called Gung Ho and you heard us talk about it right here on the Power Rangers Go podcast we're going to talk about it even more Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. When we come back, it's episode twenty-seven, The Wheel of Misfortune. I can't wait to talk about whatever this was when we come back, <laughs> right here on TFB Studios. What's going on, worldwide Web? It's Chris Dickens, and if you are an avid video gamer like myself, you definitely want to check out this podcast, Back in the Game. Join me as I review a classic video game you may or may not have heard of, talk about the impact the video game had on our society, talk about its development cycle, how much it made, so forth and so on, all the little tidbits and information that you want to hear about, and I will also play the game live on the air and give my full review on said video game as we go through the episode. It's going to be an exciting ride, you don't want to miss it, if you love video games, and you love learning about video game history, and you just want to hear about a video game's review, you want to check this out. It's Back in the Game, and it's exclusively here on TMB Studios. You're currently locked in to Power Rangers
2: Go on TMB Studios.
1: All right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go! Podcast, exclusively here on TNB Studios. And Ace, we're about to talk about episode 27, The Wheel of Misfortune is the name of the episode. And uh, Ace, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right off the bat. If you look at the definition of filler episodes and what the fuck episodes, this would be right at the top of that.
0: <laughs> oh man. You know, just go ahead and rip that bandage off.
1: Like I'm sitting there just like, what is going on in this episode? <laughs>
0: yeah, this one was this one was out there. I mean, the, everything from the premise to, uh, like, you know, you know what I imagine. Uh-huh. I imagine, I imagine there being like, a, like a board meeting, or, or like in the writers' room, who try to come up with the concepts for each episode. And it's like two o'clock in the morning. Everybody's tired. Everybody wants to go home. And then someone just says, "You know what? Fuck it. How about we do this?" And, <laughs> and, and this is the episode that we got from it.
1: Well, apparently, because, I mean, even the way it starts off, it starts off with them putting on, well, rehearsing, I should say, for a play.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: the casting in this play, Jason, I can see. Kimberly, I can see, obviously. Mm -hmm. All right? Fine. Fuck it. But someone decided it was a good idea to cast bulk in one of the main roles of this play production.
0: <laughs> How does this happen?
1: <laughs> and even even after all of that, Mr. Kaplan, the principal, is standing right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, this is this was this was very strange to say the least. Right out the, right out the gate, because. You have them rehearsed this play, like you said, and I, once again, like, Kimberly being cast as, uh, what's the name of that character? I, I'm, I'm very bad with my folklore.
1: I I don't even think that there was, like, a character name. Like, like this was just something that they made up.
0: Well, no, because Stiltskin, right? I, like or was
1: that,
0: it? Yeah, because that, that's who Bulk was. Bulk was Stiltskin. Um,
1: oh, I didn't even hear the name of it. I like I didn't yeah. hear the name of the play or anything. Like I just heard lines. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I mean, it, it, I assume it's to tell of Rumpelstiltskin because that's what that's what Bo played. The, uh, they they did refer to him as such, and then also the whole idea of Rumpelstiltskin being able to spin uh, hay into gold or something like that. Oh, so.
1: okay, all right. It's been a while since I've you know seen mm-hmm. my theater and stuff. But my theater. <laughs> I was in uh, drama class. I'm embarrassed. I should, I should have known that. I, mean, I, I don't know. I because I just said I just kept thinking like, I'm like, why is Bulk in this role? Like, why would anyone think that this is a good idea? The only thing that I could think of was to try to make sense of this was this had to be a class play and that he had no choice but to be in it. Because does Bulk look like the type of person to just try out for a role like that? No. And get the role, for that matter?
0: No. Yeah, and it, it's either, like you said, it's a class project, so everybody's got to be casting something. But it's got to be an awful small class to cast Bulk as your Stilskin.
1: I guess so. Like, like, there's just nobody else that class. And then here's the thing. <laughs> He goes and he starts spinning the wheel and he spins it fast and just somehow this blows off Mr. Kaplan's wig. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Mr. Kaplan? <laughs> you know,
0: I, I said this in the uh, in the Food Fight episode, if you remember. But <laughs> he's just a very bizarre person. Like, that's going to be the word of this episode. Bizarre. right? Like, <laughs> He's a very bizarre principal. Angel Grove is on an alien uh, is on an alien base. Like I'm not convinced otherwise. That Angel Grove is not a government controlled facility. <laughs> this this principal, Mr. Kaplan, he is not human. Like the way that he behaves and like his mannerisms and, <laughs> and yeah, just the whole idea of his his toupee being blown off the top of his head is just oh, uh, it's. <laughs> I don't I said, have
1: the words. I, I I don't know. And here's what I kept thinking. I was like, Zach is standing right there. He could so just be still skin in this, <laughs> and this would solve everyone's problems. But he spins the wheel so fast that it kind of breaks it. And we find out, you know, Kimberly's getting hot about this. Like, like she's getting really upset. And we find out because it's, a, it's her grandmother's spinning wheel. And,
0: right. that.
1: and it's one of those that, like, hey, she has a spinning wheel. We can use it for the play as long as nothing happens to it kind of thing. And now something has happened to it. And, like, she's getting really pissed. like, And she's getting so pissed that Bolt does something I've never seen him do. Like, he even tells her, like, like, hey, lighten up. It's a spinning wheel, you know? Yeah. Like, like he, he got intimidated.
0: Yeah, he was. Like, he, he got almost called out, you know, and then he was put in a position where that facade he puts on came down for a little bit.
1: Yeah, it did. And you started to kind of see a little bit of more human emotion in him. Mm -hmm. Other than just being the goofy bully or the scared coward, you know, like 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 we actually started to see that, like, hey, you know, it was kind of like he kind of felt bad in a way.
0: Yeah, Uh, he saw how much it upset Kimberly. Yeah,
1: like like it was just it it was interesting because normally he wouldn't care about that. But like, I guess since he got called out it, she got so hot that the others, Jason, Trini, and Billy were just standing there and they were like, uh, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> she is pissed and we're all doomed kind of Right. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so, and then we see Rita is going to have a plan and it's going to involve this spinning wheel. And we'll get to that uh, or whatever that is in a minute. And, <laughs> And so we see her and she goes straight to the juice bar (laughs) and she, and it goes up to Ernie and he's just like, what's with the long face, Kim? (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm convinced there's alcohol there. Ace, he acts like a bartender.
0: (laughs) You know, that, that makes a lot of sense, except I don't think there's enough adults in Angel Grove for there to be any alcohol.
1: He's serving at the minors. (laughs) Anyways, imagine if this was at that bowling alley play. (laughs) It's like. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: Like, imagine it. How much even weirder this would be, like 10 times.
0: Yeah, somehow it'd be even stranger. Thank goodness we didn't get that.
1: At least they went with something that's a little more believable. The (laughs) Jews are, but they she goes up to the counter and everything, and then you know, of course, her knight in shining armor, right?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) What's wrong, Kim? (laughs) And it's Tommy, so obviously she's head over heels now, Mm -hmm. and uh, he tells her, "Well, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can fix it. Let's go take a look at it." And unbeknownst to her, she uh, Rita has sent the putties. Which here's my question: Why couldn't Rita has just zapped the thing down from Earth and brought it back up? Why did uh, she need to send the goddamn putties?
0: You know why? It's because she needs to find she needs to find a way to validate herself and the creation of those putties, and so she's going to find a use for them one way or another. <laughs> <And>
1: so, <laughs> Apparently. Because cause she, she sends them down, they grab the spinning wheel, and they get it before Tommy and Kimberly find it. And she, uh, and they finally notice it, and they, she's immediately freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, wh- where, where did the spinning wheel go? And stuff like that. And then they go to the juice bar, and they just start asking random people. And here's my question. Who the fuck even knew that there was a spinning whale there?
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that maybe they're, they're asking to see if anyone's seen somebody carrying it around. I, I don't know.
1: I don't know because I'm sitting there just like, like, look, none of these guys were there because the guy that's playing Rebel Stillskin is Bulk. <laughs> right. Like, so... That's how little of people were in that room. Yeah. Directly, there,
0: there was like seven or eight people in there.
1: <laughs> there was. But they went through like almost everybody. And then Tommy goes up to Bulk. And Bulk gives him a sarcastic you know, type of bully answer at mm-hmm. first. And then Tommy goes, hey, Bulk, I- I'm not kidding with you. Have you seen it? And again, Bulk got intimidated. Yeah, like, Tommy fucking like scared him.
0: Right. It's like this is kind of becoming a recurring thing now. Like, <laughs> Bulk doesn't want anything to do with Tommy.
1: Yeah, maybe it, maybe he's learned that. Like, well, God damn it, if I would just stop messing with these guys, right. nothing bad would happen to me. <laughs> Which they still don't learn that. But they're. T- <laughs> but here's my thing, right. They're eating a bowl of popcorn and they're not even eating it. They're just throwing it around and shit like Yeah. That. What are you guys doing?
0: Wasting popcorn.
1: Is <laughs> hey, it's their money, I guess. I guess. And then and then we find out Rita has the wheel and she turns it into the wheel of doom or the I guess it's the wheel of misfortune. I don't even know, but it's like she, she put spikes on it basically, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, just like, what? Like what? The-? You couldn't have thought to turn it into the uh, to a monster or something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean something remotely Hell, you useful. Turn
1: pickle sneezer into a monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man, good old tickle sneezer that. Uh... <laughs>
1: i'm just saying like like i like i i just i i just sat there and i was like okay so we see that kim is completely bummed and everything and she's sitting there with a look on her face and i'm not gonna lie i died laughing when i saw what the gang did but in a good way like like it was like a ha ha oh that's that's cool um like they all kind of came up to her and did this and like kind of you know parody her and it was just to make her laugh a little bit
0: (laughs) that was pretty cool i i i kind of enjoyed that scene
1: i I really did because again it shows that they're all friends it's like it's like what's bothering you kind of thing you know like that's Mm -hmm. what a friend would do they would be like what's bothering you what's wrong you know what's happening And so she tells them, you know, my grandmother's spinning wheel. It's missing what has happened to it and everything like that. And then, of course, Zordon calls them and says, hey, I need you at the command center immediately. Actually, before that, though, we see Tommy on or walking across a bridge of some kind. And he gets attacked by putties and he is knocking these putties off of this goddamn bridge, is he not?
0: Oh yeah, like he's he he's fighting with the intent to destroy these putties.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, hey man, y'all are interrupting me uh, uh, in the way of Kimberly. Uh, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> This is not the time for you to try to take over the world right now.
0: <laughs> exactly. He's like, I'm trying to blow her back up, but y'all making me blow y'all's back out in a different manner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. We went there, folks. I wasn't going to say it, but, <laughs> and, and, but then here's the thing, right? All they do is trip him up and tie him up. And I'm sitting there just like, wait a minute. He was kicking their ass just 10 minutes ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was. And he was doing really good. But like I said, they, they tripped him up. And like the putties had a small moment of, of clarity because I, I don't really know the putties to work like this typically. But like they, they tripped him up and then like at the same time they, they were able to tie him up. And I'm like, I've never seen them act so intelligent.
1: <laughs> well, that's because usually they don't. <laughs> <laughs> if only Tommy had had the human chain. <laughs> uh,
0: if if only that 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 solves everything. The human chain can solve world hunger. That's how amazing it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. They capture Tommy, they tie him up and everything like that. And so Zordon calls uh, the Rangers for help. And it says, Not so fast, Rangers. There's something else you got to take care of uh, instead. And I believe it, all it is, it's Goldar and Scorpina. She, she just comes back out of nowhere.
0: From nowhere.
1: Literally, we haven't seen her the past four episodes, and she just came from out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, and I was like, whoa, Scorpina? Like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. She just kind of materialized.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, I just sat there, and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, And here was the thing. Her and Goldar are fighting the Rangers. So the Rangers morph into action. They go to fight them. And they're fighting them in regular form and everything like that. And, you know, Scorpina and Golda are doing really well. Ace, I know we mentioned this a lot on this program, but it's so hard not to when we see shit like this. Rita is standing right there on the mountaintop. <laughs> Somehow that fucking wand goes <laughs> in the same place. <laughs>
0: That same exact spot every and it time.
1: Went, it, and it went from the sky. Like, how far did she throw
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, Rita, she missed her real calling in life. She mm. should play baseball because, man, apparently she, <laughs> she can throw like no other.
1: <laughs> oh. I don't know, but. Somehow it ended up in the same place, and it makes Goldar grow. And, dude, I've always said this. I love watching Scorpina grow because she starts off as human, Mm -hmm. and
2: then when
1: she grows up, she turns into something that looks even freakier than Goldar.
0: Yeah, it's some kind of weird-ass, ugly creature of sorts. I'm like, Jesus, what happened here?
1: I don't know, but they did a good job with that one. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. Like, she was intimidating. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, so uh they go and they call forth the Dinosaurs. And we didn't see them the last episode. So, you know. That's true. So I bet as a kid, it kind of felt like a while since we've seen them and stuff like that. So we see that they have a plan. And their plan is to get Jason's sword, the T-Rex sword. And they just capture him. With a net.
0: <laughs> they do. They just throw a net over him. And the T-Rush is like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and the Rangers are trying to save them. And, and they're like, they can't do it. And stuff like that. And I'm just sitting there just like, why are they having so much trouble with this? Like, right. like were they this caught off guard by it or something like that? I don't know. But Tommy is still in the park. And he and apparently they don't even know how to tie a fucking rope because he just somehow managed to get this thing broke on its own.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I'm just sitting there just like, what the fuck? Like,
0: yeah, you know, as soon as I want to get the credit or or the the police credit for using some semblance of intelligence, like you said, they apparently can't even tie a rope properly because. (laughs) There's no reason as to why Tommy's able to escape, but he just does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I'm just like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: But anyway, so so, <laughs> so Tommy breaks free. He destroys the putties and then he's called forth to action to help save the rangers. So, he called or so he goes and he goes to help the rangers. And by this point i I'm, I'm thinking one thing: where the fuck is this this huge spinning wheel like like what like what did you get it for
0: right like d- did you really need this Rita? I don't feel like you needed this at all.
1: I don't think she did at all and and then here was the thing right so so Tommy goes in to help save him, and she doesn't even call forth it until he gets in there and starts like you know, beating up uh, Scorpina and Goldar.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and it's it just some some questionable decision-making on the part of Rita.
1: I don't know. And, and the damn thing, all it would do is spin and shoot sparks out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a terrible use of resources, Rita.
1: It really is. But here was the thing, right? It gave them some problems, and it gave them enough problems to where they had to call for Titanis.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, once again, we all know why they call for Titanis. It's because, well, in case kids missed the last couple episodes, we've got to make sure they see this thing so they can buy it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, like we have to have this in there. Because I didn't even see them destroy the damn wheel. Like, like I didn't see them destroy that. They didn't destroy uh, Scorpina and Goldar, because all they did was just... I, I, all of this was just pointless to me. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, it,
0: it, it really was.
1: And then, And then they go back to school and everything like that. And they go into the room, And Kimberly's still bummed because she's like, well, what about my grandmother's spinning wheel? And then they come in and it's sitting right there. Like it was returned to its proper thing because they helped destroy its evil magic that Rita used and whatnot. And then they have the big play. And of course, you know, they have the funny stuff with Bulk and Skull. I'm sitting there just like, man, I'd have been embarrassed if I had done a play like this and, high school. That would suck for me, but, uh, oh, yeah. I just kind of went through that because I just, at the end of the day, this episode, to me, was just the most pointless fucking thing.
0: It, it was, and there's so many plot holes in this episode, like, so the wheel just magically goes back to where it came from, even though it wasn't magically taken, the putties took it. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like I uh, and, and why exactly did Rita really need this wheel? Oh it there is no It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. Like you said, it spun around and, and it shot sparks. And yeah, this was just and a why weird. Why did one.
1: they need Titanus to finish the shit off?
0: They absolutely did not. That that's that's literally just 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 playing with your own toys at that point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just i uh, i i don't know folks but that was wheel of misfortune um at the end of the day you can still go and check it out and stuff like that uh in the mighty morpher series trust me you won't miss much but if you want a good laugh then just go and watch this because it is funny from start to finish maybe not yes. in the best way but uh <laughs> yeah but we are going to get into something that is uh, pretty cool, in my opinion, coming up here. And it is a two-part series. It's called The Island of Illusion. And we're going to talk about it right here on the Power Rangers Go podcast. But first, a word from TMB Studios. Can you feel that? Can you feel that? chocolate city. Ladies and gentlemen, Chatter City is wound up, we are back, we have been absolutely on fire and ready to lay down some heated, maybe some controversial, and really good statements. Now, sports is back, we'll get into it, until then, thanks for tuning in, take care, please stay safe, and also have a blessed rest of your day.
0: You're currently locked in the Power Rangers Go on TME Studios. All
1: right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast, and it's time to talk about a special two-part series that appears here uh, in season one of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers it's an episode 28 well it starts off on episode 28 i should say and it's called island of illusion part one so already we know that it is going to be kind of part of a little series here um Mm -hmm. you know the power rangers is always known for this are they not
0: they are uh i actually remember as a child i don't remember which season but it must have been either seasons one or two where uh, my dad commented as he was bringing me home from school how he was reading in the paper uh, about how uh, Power Rangers is basically at the time the only show to have that kind of serialized format where they can have a stretch of two, three, four, five episode arcs and that typical children's shows didn't do that. Right. and I remember him telling me about that as a kid. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm watching part four of something today as soon as I get home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, And uh, so that's just really interesting. But uh, I-, I think there is something to be said about that. I mean, because we're not spending a lot of time on this, but it does pose a good question, Caleb, which is why do you think most children's TV shows avoid that kind of format? Because you don't see, like, SpongeBob doing that or Scooby-Doo doing that. <laughs> but, you know, Power Rangers was able to do it and, and it worked. I mean, even the more, uh, you know, kind of uh, m- mature children's shows didn't do it a lot like uh, Batman, the animated series or uh, like X-Men. Like they, they do it every once in a while, but not to that extent.
1: Well, I think it's, you know, it comes down to a couple of things. One, you know, they have to put out episodes uh, each and every day. For the mm-hmm. Power Rangers. So
2: true, they had true. to fill
1: up a lot of time. And I think it's also. A smart strategy on their part. Because not only are they. Catering to kids. They're also kind of catering. To teenagers and adults. In a funny little sort of way. If you really mm. think about it. Kind of like the Marvel does. If you think about it. I got gotcha. you. Where it's like. Of course these are your typical superhero shows. And stuff like that. But at the same time, there's those little things that adults where it's like, hey, if I got to watch this with my little kid, oh, there's something in there for me to enjoy, which right. then in turn creates another fan of it.
0: Yeah, I can see that. That, that does make a lot more sense.
1: I, I And I don't know. Maybe it's just again, I think it's more to do, though, with the fact that they have to constantly create content. And it might have just been when some of the Super Sentai footage would force them to do that.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about that too. And I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think it does have to do with the fact that unlike other TV shows that maybe release a new episode every week, they were releasing new episodes every day. And so right. it does it does leave room for people to uh, to... to to have that serialized format and and to be able to watch it, and and also like you said, it's they're taking also from Super Sentai, and so kind of if if Super Sentai uh, was doing it, then in a way, Power Rangers had to adapt also, right?
1: Yeah, I I, I agree completely, and um and so we have this little two part series, and uh, we see that Zach is warming up with some dancing, and apparently he's trading for a dance competition. And, of course, Bulk and Skull got to fuck with everyone. Like,
2: <laughs> there's not
1: one thing that they can do without Bulk and Skull just being the two, like, there. Like, so, so Bulk is going to try and enter this dance competition as well, and he tries to throw Zach off of his game, and Zach goes for a move, and it causes Kimberly to spill her drink all over Bulk. <laughs> uh, great, and it's putting this doubt in his head. It's putting this, you know, sense of um, uh, having some having low self confidence, basically, and um, and so it's so basically uh, Zach is struggling with this, and he thinks that he's going to bomb this dance competition and we see that Rita has an evil plan up her sleeve we don't know exactly what it is but we know that she is summoning the island of illusions uh, and stuff like that so anyways uh, we go back to the juice bar and we see Tommy has got his own little martial arts thing going on which is two students so how long has he been doing this <laughs>
0: Uh, hopefully this is well. No, never mind. I was going to say maybe this is his first, uh, his first session. But then no, these kids already know something, right? Uh, so who knows?
1: I I really don't know. But uh, then we go back to the juice bar and we see that Zach is challenging Bulk. He's like, "Well, see if you can do this." And so he does his dance moves, and Bulk does, you know, obviously can't do them as well. And he or, goes or flying into these random ass pillars that are just there. <laughs> like, why were those there?
0: I was going to ask you that. Like, why were they even? Why were those pillars even there? What was their purpose?
1: I don't know. I w- why does a lot of things happen? Why did that last episode that we watched happen? <laughs> <and stuff? laughs> I mean, I mean, we could have skipped that shit and gone straight this episode
0: good grief you're not wrong
1: so Uh. i i don't know i cannot answer this but but anyways but we still see that even after he shows them up he still is saying stuff like yeah you know he just tripped just like I'm gonna trip up at this dance competition, so he apparently just all of a sudden does not know how to dance anymore. <laughs> like I'm just, yeah, like, Why he, is he having this much doubt?
0: He's forgotten how to dance, and but I'm like, e- even if Zach has an off day, who else in Angel Grove can compete with him?
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like I'm just like and and if your competition is bulk, like <laughs> like your competition is just him. Nobody else.
0: No one I think, else.
1: I think you're okay. Right. <laughs> like,
0: like like the bar doesn't get any lower. The the bar is so low that you can't even trip over it. <laughs>
1: But anyways, we see that Rita has got something evil planned. And so she is going to summon what is known as Lokar. And we don't know what that is. We'll get into it when he shows up. But we don't know what that is. And even as a kid, I didn't know what she was talking about. But (laughs) she basically is summoning Lokar. And she's also got a plan with something called New Titus. And so we don't even know what that is, so apparently she's got something very evil planning, and she is summoning this, and it's causing you know an earthquake it's causing you know the weather to go nuts and everything like that, lightnings in the air and whatnot and so you know chaos is raining basically you know right. and we see i've always I don't think we've mentioned this, but If you think about it, dude, those shots of her summoning this with that skull that would light up, man, that was kind of creepy.
0: It was a a little creepy, and it it was maybe uh, flirting with the boundaries of what you should do on a kid's show, as far as creeping them out.
1: Dude, it it really was like, like you know, it was that kind of stuff that would make them, you know, kind of uh, that would make. Parents write in about that, that, that they would be like, hey, this is a little too violent for our kids. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. And,
1: and of course, back then, it's like if you pissed them off, you would keep doing it because it worked, apparently.
0: Right.
1: Like, they never tried to really tone down it, did they?
0: No. And I'm glad that they stuck to their lore, stuck to their guns on it because clearly it worked.
1: Yeah, it really did, obviously. But, so, you know, they're seeing that something is wrong here. And uh, Jason contacts Zordon, and he's like... And even Zordon is just like, Rita might be doing something with a power that I am not familiar with. So even he doesn't know what's going on exactly. But he's aware of the situation. And so they're like, we gotta go find Zach, And they're about to go and look for him. And... Tom, and Tommy sees that his students, only two of them, mind you, are in <laughs> trouble. And he's like, I can't leave my students. I'll catch up with you guys. And it's just another bullshit way of, say, of explaining why he's late.
0: Right. Especially since all he does is go and, like, huddle with the students. I'm like, you could just went and grab them. You
1: know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I'm just like, what the fuck? But anyways, so, so, you know, they got to go find Zach. And they find Zach. And I want to point out that when they find Zach, it's like nothing happened. He's just sitting there with low self-confidence. And I'm sitting there just like, dude, did you just not feel the earth shake?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Obviously he didn't. There's no way he could have.
1: <laughs> Obviously he didn't because he's just sitting there like nothing happened. And then the putties are sent down, uh, you know, to to fight them. And then they see Goldar and Scorpina, and they're like, "It's morphin' time!" And they morph into action, and they do that signature um, flip-in entrance, as I like to call it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Why did why did they always enter like that?
0: I don't know. It's like they got that one cool shot, and then they just kept replaying it for every episode.
1: Yes, they really did. <laughs> but here was the thing: as a child, I thought it was the coolest damn thing as well. Like, oh, like yeah. it, it, it was so awesome. And even as an adult, I'm just like, it's still cool. I like it. Like, right. <laughs> like. There's no other way for them to intro. And here's the thing: every single Power Ranger in the history of Power Rangers has entered like that at some point.
0: You're right. I mean, they they might not do it it
1: every single episode, but they do at least do it every season.
0: Yes, it's a necessity.
1: It really is. But even the putties, uh, you know, enter like that.
0: Yeah, definitely with the putties. Like, you see them do the same kind of intro every time, too.
1: Right. Like, and and, and now I will say this. The Power Rangers don't do the same intro. No. But
2: no. a lot of
1: the times they'll be flying in from somewhere. But I, that one entrance right there, I just, I've always noticed that entrance. And it's in every single Power Rangers ever mm-hmm. made. Like, even to, you know, Mega Force or Ninja Steel or Lightspeed Rescue or any of them. You know, like they still do that.
0: Yeah. So and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a staple for the show at this point.
1: Yeah, it really is, and so um, and so they morph into action, and then she summons new Titus, and dude, this fucking thing is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realize how creepy this monster looked.
0: Yeah, this thing was—I uh, I mean, monstrous is just too obvious. But like, it, this thing was disturbing almost.
1: Yes, it was. But here's what the worst part about all of this was: was that was disturbing. But then she summons Lokar, and I remember Lokar as a kid because I would have to turn away from the screen because that thing freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> That thing was freaky looking, was it not? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this this was
0: literally the stuff of nightmares. This is like, please, Power Rangers, destroy this thing so I don't have to see it.
1: Yeah, it, it really was. Like, like, I had to look away as a child at times. And then, like, you know, sometimes it was okay. But, like, I, like. I got to credit the Japanese, uh, the Super Sentai footage for this thing, man. This was, uh, this was creepy. And just everything that they did with New Titus, I was like, I got to hand it to him on this. And here was the thing, New Titus was already creepy enough, and then Lokar Mm -hmm. breathes something on him, and he turns into like a bullhead. Like this fucked up skull looking bullhead. Like, it was just like, What? Oh my God! Like, what, what happened to y'all's childhoods?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, th- I don't know. This sounds like somebody's literal creative process of describing their nightmares, and then they just brought it to life in this show.
1: <laughs> it really did. Like, like I gotta hand it to him, man. It was, it, it was, it was really cool looking. It was good. Um, I really liked it. And then, so, you know, they ne- they clearly need Tommy's help because the Megazord is, is not uh, able to handle this just by himself. So, uh, and we see this, too. We've noticed something, that the monsters are getting harder for the Power Rangers. Like, yeah. this time, Rita is stepping up her game as far as some monsters and plans. Like, with this one, everything seems to be going according to plan right now. So, she called, or, uh, she... They call Tommy. Uh, Zordon does, and he—I <laughs> gotta point this out, Ace. Mm-hmm. He walks up to Ernie and just goes, "Hey, c- can you watch these kids for me real quick?" And he just goes, <laughs> "Yeah, sure."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, what that's... the
1: fuck? <laughs>
0: hey, that's good on. Ernie I mean Ernie could have been like well no I'm not a daycare I may be I may be everything else I may be a cultural center I may be a karate studio I may be a gymnastics class I may be a dance hall but I am <laughs> not I am not a daycare
1: <laughs> apparently well so so he goes and he helps the Rangers and they battle new Titus. And this Zord is really giving them some problems. And he sprays this, like, liquid ice on them or something like that. It was a
0: toxic foam.
1: Okay, toxic foam, okay. Um, And here was the thing, too, right? This is all Super Sentai footage. Mm -hmm. You can clearly tell this is all Super Sentai. And it, it knocks them so hard that it knocks them out of their Zords... And they are transported to this island.
2: Yeah.
1: Or we don't know where they are, but it looks like this little island. And this is where the island of illusion really begins.
0: Right. Yeah, you're right. This is at the point really where, and it's towards the end of the episode, really, where we uh, first get here to this island.
1: Right. And so they're knocked onto this island and they're like... They're like, what happened? Is is everybody okay? Yeah, I think so. I think we're all intact. And then Zach notices, not everything. My Morpher's gone. Or or my my communicator's gone. And my Mm -hmm. Power Coins are gone. Like, my Morpher's gone. So they are on this island without powers. And, you know, now they're like, oh, crap. What are we going to do? You know, we can't call anyone. So they don't know where they are. You know? So, yeah. And we see like there's a bunch of things around them, you know. It looks like a jungle at times, and then we see that there is this little figure that is kind <laughs> of following them and looking at them.
0: Yeah, and I think Zack notices it first, and then he just kind of dismisses it, and uh, and then he's he finds it again.
1: Oh well, he yeah, because like because like he just like hey. I thought I saw something, and you know he goes and looks, and he's just like, oh, "I guess I didn't," and and then he's just like, "I thought I saw something," and we get introduced to Quagmire, and yep. no, it's not Gideon kitty. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm glad you made the joke first. <laughs> Yeah, exactly cuz that was what I thought of immediately I was just oh, like yeah. oh my god like <laughs> like and by the way folks this is years before Family Ooh, Guy like, ever launched.
0: Yeah this is a a that like 6 years before Family Guy.
1: Yes exactly so you can't say they stole the name or anything like that but like that was immediately what I thought of and stuff like that. And so they try to ask him for help, and and she says, "Well, you see, Rita." And he go and he just hears the name Rita, and he's just like, "Stay away!" I tell you, <laughs> and I say, "Stay away!" I tell you because I don't know what the fuck he said half the time because it all rhymed.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: like yeah, every, he just everything. Looked he... at this character and said, "All right, we're gonna make a little person, and he's gonna recite every nursery rhyme ever created." <laughs>
0: Right, and that's essentially what he does, like everything he says has to be this forced rhyme,
1: yeah, it really does and and we'll come to find that out uh here, and so Goldar appears, and he tells the Rangers, you are now prisoners on this island, and stuff like that, and this is the island of illusions, and uh and so. They see every monster that they have defeated. You know, the Pudgy Pig, uh, mm. the Pinoctopus was there, <laughs> uh, some others, I don't even remember all of them. But they, but they show up, and it turns out they're not real. You know, Why? kind of thing. And it's creating this doubt in their head, apparently. And Goldar says, yes, this is the island of illusion. What you think is real is not. Or something like that. And... So Zach is freaking out At this point he's just like oh man We can't combat something like this And so he kind of Walks off and he Gets stopped and he's just like Ah, ah Like he's just screaming
0: he, he has The worst scream I've Ever heard <laughs> his, his scream was like Ah eh, eh. <laughs> I was like, Zach, please stop.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. It was just. <laughs> but I will say you can see the fear in his eyes. He thought he was seeing a snake and he thought it was going to bite him.
2: Oh, and yeah.
1: The others come up behind them and they're just acting all nonchalant and you think, what's going on here? And then you clearly see, oh, wait a minute. Only he could see this. It's the island of illusions. Like, mm-hmm. and they're trying to convince him. Zach, there's nothing there. There's nothing, you know, like 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 you're seeing things, man. And he's just like, No, we, we can't fight so we can't fight something like that. And He goes and he freaks out. And here is where the episode is coming to an end, Ace. Because he goes, oh, I don't feel so good. And it it looks like he's starting to disappear. And that's exactly what's happened. Because apparently on the Island of Illusions, the more you doubt yourself, the more you... Like think something is real or something like that, then the more you like disappear, and you'll disappear forever. I- I'm guessing, which is yeah. scary thought to think about.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Like it's just like holy shit. So, so they went morbid as fuck with this one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And once again, this is another one of those. Super harsh test in the show. Like, if you don't believe in yourself, you disappear forever. You fade into the etherol. So,
1: <laughs> well, now, in his defense, this wasn't Zordon's thing. No, th-
0: this this was not Zordon. Uh, however, it, it's it's still a, a pretty harsh test for someone to have to go through.
1: Well, this is Rita's plan. So, mm-hmm. and it looks like this is a pretty good plan because not even Zordon and Alpha can help them. They can't tell they can't communicate with them. They can't do anything. They're just like, oh, well, be strong, Rangers. And so Good luck. Yeah, basically. Like and so, you know, Zach is starting to disappear. And this is where the episode ends. A to be continued. So now you're like, so I remember that as a kid and going, oh no, not this again. Yes. Like damn it, I don't want to wait till tomorrow.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, I had had the same thought. Like, oh man, no, not not again, no. <laughs>
1: but as an as an adult, you have Netflix, and you don't have to wait long. And you won't have to wait long at all for us to talk about part two. That was part one of the Island of Illusions, but we're going to talk about part two. Here in just a sec, but first, we're going to take one more commercial break from TMB Studios. You're listening to the Power Rangers Go podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Caleb Stovall here with the Stovall Wrestling Network SWN podcast, talking all about what? That's right, the world of pro wrestling. Join me and my good friend Chris Dickens as we discuss current wrestling news, past wrestling, skits, interviews, and more. Chris, why don't you tell them all about the website? Hey, you can find the Stowball Wrestling Network on tmbstudios.ga. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. It's SWN Stowball Wrestling Network. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as
0: past episodes of this podcast right here exclusively on TMB Studios.
1: All right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast for part two of the Island of Illusion uh, The two-part series. So this is the final part of this series uh, And whatnot. So this wasn't like a five-part series like the green with evil was ace This is just Mm. a little two-part series that was thrown in here and um, so we see that the rangers, right, are still trapped on this island, and we pick up where we left off with Zack looking like he's going to disappear and stuff like that. And apparently the only one in this whole show that knows what Rita's plan is is Quagmire, because he tells us.
0: <laughs> so what what is Quagmire?
1: I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm... I've yet to figure that out. (laughs) He is a leprechaun, a fiddler, a leprechaun fiddler. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know what the fuck he is. But apparently he's the only one that can help the Rangers. And so they say, so he's like, what's that? What was that guy's name? His, uh, I think his name was, uh, Quagmire the
0: Qu- Quasimodo, um, yeah, Quasimodo uh, Quincy.
1: Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> Quincy Quasimodo quagmire, of course Trini remembers it yeah. <laughs> and, and so um, and he I love the way he appears and he's just like say my name and I shall appear <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, The most nonchalant way possible
0: yeah. I'm like, what's the last time this guy's seen another human being and, and this is the way he reacts?
1: <laughs> I guess I really don't know, but apparently you say his name and he appears, even though he's been there the whole entire time.
2: <laughs> <You're> right.
1: <laughs> I so okay. Um, and so he appears and they're like, Rita's trying to make my friend disappear, and then he realizes, Oh, well, you're oh, so you're no friend of Rita's? Well, then I'm glad to help you. And I don't remember what all he says, folks. If you really want to know that bad, go and watch the damn episode. Yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know what all he said. Like, <laughs> there was so much that was said on that episode with all of his rhymes and stuff like that, that I was just like, what? Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. And then some of them, I'm like, all right, like, now you you're reaching for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree completely, but he tells Zach, think positive thoughts. If you're thinking negative thoughts, then think positive thoughts. And that, you know, that makes perfect sense, does it not? Yeah,
0: so it does. My, You know, if I can be honest, my uh, problem with this episode is that he essentially has to tell each of them the same exact thing six <laughs> times. <laughs>
1: Well, because we had to go through each one of them. We couldn't leave one without the other. Like, 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 it all had to be the same thing. Now, here was the thing, all right? So, Kimberly, we see her confusion is seeing Bulk and Skull as nice people. Yeah. I'm like, in comparison to everyone else, hers is a capewalk. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Zach, snow- Zach saw like a, a giant ass snake. I would freak out (laughs)
1: like like Uh. I would freak out at that point hers was she saw two people that she's seen being nice basically Mm -hmm. like it was like okay Tommy's I thought I could get behind because his was he thought the putties were attacking him so that one I was like okay his I can buy
0: yeah same here
1: and 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 two, here was the thing, he thought the Rangers were the putties. Yeah, well.
0: yeah.
1: So that really, like, made things confusing for him and stuff like that. And, you know, we're each going through, like, every episode, basically, with these guys, like, did, was their solo episode, if you think Exactly, about it. <laughs> yes. So, and Quagmire, you know, is telling them all the same thing, basically. Bill, you know, Trini is thinking about, you know, the time that she conquered her fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Billy has to think about that time he fought Madam Woe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Madam Woe.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. We just had to revisit that one. Oh, yeah. Jason, I liked his because his made sense. Like, they all disappeared mm-hmm. right before him.
0: Yeah, that was that was a really good one.
1: That one was good, but essentially, you're right. Like, I just was just like, I just was like, y'all, it's the same thing. Like, like, why do you need Quagmire for every single one of these motherfuckers?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> shouldn't we get it at that point? All
0: right. All right, we should all understand. You know, I'll 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 be charitable. Like, by the third one, you guys should all have have an understanding of what's going on. And what you need to do.
1: <laughs> I just, again, the two good ones, I thought, were Tommy and Jason. Because Tommy, yeah. he, he was getting attacked by the putties. That one I got. And Jason, you know, he thought they all disappeared. That right. one I, I, I could get behind. I could not freaking get behind the, like, Kimberly's. Like, I was just like, really? That was it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and here's no. The
1: thing. As they're all conquering their fears one by one, Rita's still up there just like, eh, it's okay, I'll get the next one. <laughs> right. And
0: I'm like, but but Rita, like you you're kind of a like this island is kind of a one trick pony. Like once they figure it out, it's not that difficult.
1: Well, apparently now here's my thing. If it's her island, right? Mm-hmm. Where the how the fuck long has Quagmire been there?
0: That's that is. You, we don't have enough information about Quagmire. I need <laughs> I need answers about Quagmire.
1: No, we have no questions. Like 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 we have no answers on this little motherfucker. All we <laughs> know is he rhymes and he has to tell the Rangers the same goddamn thing. <laughs> like, right. And so. She clearly sees that everything is going awry. So she picks up the island and starts shaking it. <laughs> I like, yeah. sitting there just like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, like it's a snow globe.
1: <laughs> but they morph and they and by the way, They find out that their communicators and power coins were on them the whole time. But because it's the Island of Illusion, they thought that they didn't have them. And they morph and they end up back in their Zords. And they form Ultra Zord. And they defeat New Titus. And then they shoot at Lokar, but Lokar manages to get away. So we know we're going to see Lokar again at some Mm -hmm. point, right? Oh yeah. And I'm just again, I'm sitting there just like, wait a minute, like like (laughs) how did how did Rita not know that something was gonna be wrong when one of them figured out that they could do that?
0: (laughs) Right. And then you think by the time they got down to like four of them have been through their trials that she'd be like, all right, maybe I need to think of a plan B.
1: I mean, I get that, I get the idea. They all had to face their fears. They all had to overcome everything and stuff like that. But I just, you know, some of it, like, again, Kimberly's thing with Bulk and Skull, I was just like, oh, my God, really?
0: There's got to be things that she fears more than that. I mean, There's come on.
1: Be. I wouldn't even accept a bad hair day. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted that over that. I just, I, I just sat there like, okay, whatever. But, so, you know, they defeat um, Lowcart and New Titus. And they save the day once again. And we go back to the dance competition. And, and we see Bulk and Skull dancing. And of course, you know, the judges, they're just like, well, that was a joke. <laughs>
0: uh, w- one of the judges gave Bulk a negative three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why haven't they all just given him zeros? Like right. One of them gave him like a negative three. I do remember that. That was hilarious. But but then they're like, but then Ernie says, and then next up, the Zach. Not Zach, the yeah. Zack.
0: The Zach. Don't get it confused, all right? There's a difference.
1: (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) But anyways, so, and we still see that he has, uh, you know, a little bit of a doubt in him. And even Tommy is thinking what we're all thinking. He's like, after everything we've been through, come on, man, you got this. Yeah. So he goes out there and starts dancing. And they're like, funky tunes. Like, Like, yeah, I wonder who the DJ is. And they're like, look, guys, it's Giggity. I mean, Quasimodo. Quiet, yeah.
0: fire. <laughs> it's Giggity. <laughs>
1: it's Giggity. <laughs> but, oh. So we see Zach. He clearly wins the dance competition, and they dance to end the episode and stuff like that. And I just... <laughs> I did like this Island of Illusion series, though, as much as 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 much weird shit was in this ace i still really like this
0: yeah it was uh i I thought it was good it wasn't it wasn't quite my favorite or anything but i thought that it was uh serviceable enough and i did like that they gave us something different like every time the show almost could start to feel a little monotonous they always change it up and, and that's what i really appreciate about this show
1: Yeah, that's what I've appreciated about all the Power Rangers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that all throughout the years. Um, I mean, it's still, you know, it still has the same formula, but it still changes it up enough to where, like, you as a kid noticed it. Like, it was like, okay, I got to find out what happens to the Rangers on the island, you know, today. Right. So, and here was the thing. As a child, you know you didn't know how long this was going to last. You didn't know this was a yeah. four-part series. It could have been another five or six-part series.
0: Well, right? Yeah, you have no idea.
1: So, and I'm sure as a child, it felt agonizing, like long watching this because it was just like, oh my god, like the Rangers are in trouble again. I don't want this. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, they don't have their communicators or their power coins. Like, what are they going to do?
1: Exactly. Um, So, I mean, I thought that was enjoyable. I thought Gung Ho was really the awesome episode uh, of this week, uh, especially just with that match that they had at the end. Like, that matchup was so cool, the way that they did that. Uh, And then the Wheel of Misfortune was uh, how did you describe it, Ace? (laughs)
0: Bizarre. It (laughs) It was very bizarre.
1: Yeah, just this whole, just just that, that whole episode was just, yeah, that was stupid. But I did like the Island of Illusions. And we hope that you liked this episode as well of Power Rangers Go podcast. Remember, check these episodes out for yourself on Netflix. That's the easiest way you can go and find every single Power Rangers episode ever made. And I do literally mean that. They are all on Netflix, <laughs> and we will continue to cover more uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1. Uh, next week, we've got Episode 30, The Star. Episode 31, Calamity, Calamity Kimberly, easy for me to say, yeah. Episode 32, <laughs> A Star is Born, and Episode 33, The Yolk is on You.
0: Oh, yeah. And you know, this is going to be a lot of fun, guys. So make sure that you guys uh, catch up, because uh, if, if you guys keep up, I guarantee you it's it's only going to amplify your enjoyment of this already amazing podcast.
1: Yes, it is, man. I couldn't have said it any better myself. And uh, like I said, we hope you enjoy what you're hearing here on Power Rangers Go Podcast. And if you want to hear more of Mr. Quentin Ficklin, you can hear him. As Superhero Homie Q on the Superhero Homies podcast, Uh, Quentin, what you got coming up for uh, everybody on the Superhero Homies?
0: Up next, guys, we're going to do an episode on Umbrella Academy Season 2, so definitely be sure to check that out.
1: Oh, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear that one uh, and stuff like that. And... Uh, If you want to hear more of me, you can also catch me on the Stovall Wrestling Network, the SWN, where I talk, of course, about professional wrestling. And you can also check out my other show, along with James Caleb Kitchens, called An Evolved Review. Well, Ace, man, I think that is going to wrap up this edition of the Power Rangers Go podcast. Thank you, as always, my man, for joining me here, talking about some mighty more Power Rangers. Oh
0: man, thank you for having me on. As always, this is a blast to do and I, I I love watching these episodes and just taking notes and and saying to myself I can't wait to talk to Caleb about this cuz this is going to be some great shit.
1: Yeah, it really is and it always is and it'll probably be as next week. So join us right here on the Power Rangers Go podcast and always you can check us out on our social media platforms. You can check out uh, Facebook Power Rangers Go and uh, we put up some interesting facts about the Power Rangers. We're also getting more and more interactive every day on the Facebook as well. So check us out there. Remember, you can always get us on wherever you listen to your podcast: Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and much, much more. But that is it for this week's edition of the Power Rangers Go podcast. Everyone out there, have a more phenomenal time, everybody.